gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Hey, welcome to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. We are on today. It is getting toward the end of our Wisconsin duck season. And I wanted to talk about the migration. The migration, from what I can see, has stalled. We have had a similar amount of birds around uh, all season now for the last, uh, well, not all season, but for the last couple of weeks. And our weather here is just not helping everyone to the south. Now, if you have birds, that is awesome. I do not see a lot more birds coming. We actually still have a few wood ducks left in Wisconsin, which is crazy for this time of year. We've had some cold snaps, and I, that has absolutely pushed some birds around, pushed them south, uh, brought us in new birds. But with our cold snaps that we've had, they've been followed by incredibly warm weather. We had record highs in November in Wisconsin. It was in the 70s, which I cannot remember having it where I was deer hunting and was sweating when all I had on was a hoodie sweatshirt and a pair of pants. It was incredibly warm. And it's funny because I'm watching the birds and how they're acting at, at our property. And even the birds, they, they, they weren't feeding the same. I watched as the birds were not going out early in the morning. Uh, the ducks that we had were almost going out in shifts where some would go out and some would come back in and others would go out. They weren't all just pounding out. And the geese were trading back and forth where you could see that they weren't going anywhere. Uh, in the area that I hunt when they're headed somewhere, you can tell. You look at them and you're like, wow, there's no reason to even call it those birds. They are headed out. And these were birds that were just trading back and forth from area to area, loafing, uh, sitting in fields that honestly, I don't even know if they're feeding in and just kind of chilling because of the warmth where they, they didn't have to feed. They didn't need those calories. So I think that is going to lead to the end of our season. If we don't get a huge cold snap being somewhat stagnant because these birds have been here for a long time and that happening to the areas of the South. What I hope for everyone south of us is that we do get cold weather because more than likely what's going to happen is I will be trying to get a late season deer and I will be watching ducks in the thousands uh, in our area that have not migrated. That happens more and more it seems like where they need to shift our season back. I know in Wisconsin it's always the hot topic of when do you start the season, how long do you have a split, do you do multiple splits, and when do you end the season. And they usually try to end our season by December because by then the theory is that the, the water is frozen. That's not going to happen this year from what it's looking like with the weather, albeit the weather is wrong 
90% of the time, which leads me to my future career choice. I want to be a weatherman so that I can be wrong all the time. But uh, hopefully it gets the birds going and gets a push because uh, I know a lot of people are saying that they're waiting for the birds to arrive. And I will tell you that the birds that go through Wisconsin are completely stalled because of our good weather. Our corn is finally almost all down and we have plenty of open water. So that is going to make hunting difficult for so many south of us. And I'm going to go out this weekend. I think the tactic I am going to use is very few decoys with some motion decoys, some shakers, and one swimmer. No spinner because I'm assuming that these birds that are around have been watching huge spreads, lots of spinners, because they've been in the area. I think they're going to be pretty stale as far as going in. I'm watching them as they are circling bodies of water, and they're circling and cruising over that body of water probably 12 times until they commit and come in. And it is going to be a challenge. It's going to be something that you definitely need to be very patient on to get them into range because they are smart and they have been there and if they see anything that looks out of the ordinary they are not going to come in so that is what our strategy is going to be on our next hunt uh, then we are going to be into our gun deer season and then we'll have the last week of the year i'll probably go out the last week of the year uh, in a couple of spots just to uh, kind of see what it's like we do have a new property that we that we uh, bought this year. Unfortunately for us, we got two different storms, one with four inches, one with three inches of rain. It has made the property pretty much unhuntable. Not unhuntable in the sense that the birds aren't there, but there's a lot of food on the property, and it has given the birds so many options that it just wasn't, there's no way to pattern them to get in and uh, really, really get them to work. So it's it's been an interesting year from that. We had a great year so far, uh, waterfall season. And even more important, I've had some fun hunts with my dogs. I've had my dog Ace, who has done really well. Uh, we had a little bit of breaking issue with him that we fixed. Uh, my dog Tank, who I, I've decided is possibly ADD. He can be in a dog blind and he will mark birds, but if you put him in a people blind with a dog door where he can look out, he likes to watch people more than he likes to watch birds. So every retrieve pretty much is a blind retrieve where you have to handle him. So it has been an interesting year. Uh, the dogs uh, have done solid work. Uh, it is always fun taking a dog from being a competition dog to a hunting dog. And it will be something that we'll talk about in our training segment next, where I talk about things I'm going to work on with my dogs who have both passed the HRC Grand. They'll run the Spring Grand. Uh, they, uh, they both have their Hunter Retriever Champion title. Ace has his master title. He's qualified all age. But I have things I'm going to work on with them for hunting that wasn't worked with them during uh, the competition training. So it, it's interesting watching dogs as they transition from competition to hunting, even though they're both still going to be uh, running competitively. I've got some stuff that I'm going to work on this year so that I can make sure that I don't have issues with them once we get into uh, uh, next fall. But again, we've got, I think, about a month left in Wisconsin. So we are going to, I know we've got about three weeks left. We're going to hit it hard here. Uh, a couple of days 
in Wisconsin yet for our waterfall season. I do not think that we're going to travel and go hunt anywhere. Again, I'm, I've just got my work cut out for me. We've been busy as heck. We've got uh, our two properties. We're learning them. Um, and then I still try to get my, my love of deer hunting in. So it's, it's taken a lot of time out in the field. And we also have uh, several litters that are going home and uh, do upcoming. So that will keep me around. But that is pretty much my story from here in uh, South Central and Central Wisconsin where we have our hunting properties. From what I can see, the migration is pretty much stagnant. It is uh, The birds aren't heading south. I don't know when they're going to. Uh, should get some of our wood ducks out. I haven't seen any teal. I heard a few teal the other day when I was sitting out uh, deer hunting. But uh, it seems like pretty much we have all mallards in our area. I don't think that they're going to be heading out anytime soon unless we get some good snow on the ground that's going to cover the food or get some cold enough weather to uh, to freeze the water they're sitting on. So that is it for this part of the podcast. Next, we're going to talk about what I'm going to work on in training in the off-season with my fancy competition dogs with lots of titles so that I can get them more ready for hunting season next year. All that and more coming up after this. This portion of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Boucher Automotive in Janesville, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the show. We are in the training tip portion of our podcast today, and I wanted to talk to you about stuff that I am going to work with my dogs on in the off-season so that I can get them ready for next year's hunting season. Uh, Ace is four years old. Tank is two years old. Both dogs have been running competitively, and last year we didn't have a great waterfall season. So even though I hunted Ace last year, I didn't really know what I had because we got horribly flooded and our birds all just left. So after opening weekend, we were done. Didn't hunt a lot during teal season, so it didn't give me a lot of opportunity to see kind of where we were at and what I needed to work on. And what I am going to work with on my dogs is directional casting. Now, my dogs will run 200-yard blind retrieves. They will do phenomenal jobs. But I have noticed a difference in how they are run at the kennel we got them from competitively uh, for, for competitive running as opposed to how I need them to run in, uh, in the field for waterfall hunts and for uh, upland hunts. What I've noticed is that the kennel that I got them from ran them with almost a 45 degree angle back for their overs. So when you give them an over command, they're taking a, I guess what would be considered a a combination between a, a straight over and a back. So they're going on a 45 degree angle. And that works awesome when you're running them competitively, especially on longer, uh, on longer blind retrieves and marks. The problem I'm having is that everything I hunt is close quarters. It is tight and I need the dogs to take a direct over. So I'm going to go back to doing T-drills and three-handed casting with these dogs, which sounds funny because one is qualified all-age, master titled, and finished title with a grand pass. Uh, the other is finished title with a grand pass. You would you would look at it and go, my gosh, these dogs are so accomplished. How would you even think about changing something but my dogs are hunting dogs and pets first. They run competitively. We put titles on them. And then once they get their titles, they are just my hunting hounds. So I see a hole in their game as far as what I'm going to use them for. So I am going to just work with them on basics. Teach them a straight over, not an angle back over. Teach them a 
straight back, which they have, but teach them that back means back and over means over. I don't think it'll hurt them in future competitions. In fact, especially running the HRC hunt tests, I don't think it, I think it could possibly even help. It is just a difference in training philosophy in what I am going to do with them. It's not that anything was wrong. They're phenomenal dogs. They were trained well by Mossy Pond Retrievers, my good friend Brad. But for my hunting, I need them to be tighter and take a straight over so that we're running on 90 degrees and not 45 degrees. So that'll be something that I work with in the off-season. There's always stuff you can work with when you're hunting with your dogs. You see what works better for you. Uh, when you have them out in the field and there's stuff that you can tweak. So that is what we're going to work on in the off season. Don't be afraid to have stuff that you can work with your dogs in the, in, in the off season. It helps you. It helps dogs and gives us all something to focus on. Stay tuned for our hunting tip coming up after this. This part of the podcast is brought to you proudly by Mech Outdoors. We are getting into a later part of our season here for waterfall hunting in the state of Wisconsin. And I will tell you that I need to go back and work on a few of my blinds. Probably not going to go work on them in the sense of making a special trip out to them, but I'm going to take some material out to work with them uh, when we are all set up for our hunts in the morning. I looked at a few of our blinds and wow, did the uh, cover just completely fall apart on them. It is something that I think in the off season, I'm going to work on putting a little bit of heavier cover stuff onto the blinds so that it doesn't come to this. But for now, I need to get some camo netting or some sheet grass to put on the blinds because they look like they are duck blinds sitting out there as the what I've had on them the past few years and what we put on them this fall has degraded. So it is something that I think I'm going to look for. I have some stuff. I have some, what would be almost like fake reeds. That's a heavy plastic. going to have to go out and put that on there next year. And then I'm going to look for stuff that I can take and work with that I can upgrade through the year. So it's not necessarily taking out something that is grass actual grass or actual cattails, but taking something out that is a little more of a permanent so that I can have extra on hand and then we can just take it out in the morning if we see, I guess, holes in our game, holes in our blind, holes in our cover, so that we can make sure that we are completely concealed and the birds aren't seeing us. Remember when you're working on this stuff, don't have hard corners on your cover so that your uh, so that your your blinds aren't as visible. And the other thing I try to do is we have a lot of cattails. There will be floating cattail bogs. I'll actually pull them over and tie them to, to the blind so that I have cover in front of my blinds, hoping that they then take root the next year. So that is something that I do. That worked well on a couple of my blinds, but on a few of them, man, I'm up on my deer stand and I'm going, wow, if I'm a duck, I'm pretty stupid if I can't see a person sitting in that. Not that it stops the birds from sitting in them, they're still sitting there, but it just showed me that I got a little bit extra work I got to do. So I hope that helps you for the rest of your season or your upcoming season as waterfalls, waterfall hunting continues. That's it for this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and God bless. Sporting dog adventures run, boy, run. 
Everything you need is here under the sun Everything you need is here